to all the jet setters, go-getters, and quarantine kickstarters, welcome home. My name is Jay, and I'm the owner of The Jay Spot, a little small baby bakery that I run out of my kitchen right here in Richmond, Virginia. And this is my podcast, Dope, where I will walk you through tips, tricks, recipes, and real-life conversations about baking, relationships, pop culture, and just a little more Beyonce than you would ever care to hear about. Welcome back to the latest installment of Dope. Each week I greet you guys the exact same way and I don't know how else to do it. But yet again, we're here on another episode. I couldn't tell you if it's the eighth episode, the ninth episode, maybe it's episode 10, 11, 12. I don't know. All that I know is that we're back at it again for some really great stuff. And I'm super thankful that you guys are here with me, continuously rocking and rolling. I should probably know what episode we're on though, probably. You know, considering how it's like my podcast. So maybe I should know. I'm gonna go with 10 though. Just a thought, just a thought. Anywho, what have you guys been up to? What is going on? What is tea? What is happening in your corners of the world? I love checking in every week and seeing who's listening from what city, from what state, from what country. It's mind-blowing. It is. So what's happening in your corner of the globe? You can at me on Twitter or Instagram and tell me what you've been up to. I would love to hear it. As for me in my little corner right here in Richmond, Virginia, things have been pretty chill. Yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. We're gearing up for summer, even though spring just touched down literally a few weeks ago. I've been buying so many clothes, so many clothes to the point where I was like, okay, girl, like give some away. And that's the thing though, because I feel like I personally buy like a lot of clothes. And then when it's time to like donate, it's like, I think I can donate like two shirts. So this past week, I set aside a whole bunch of clothes to give away. You know, it's all about balance, okay? It's all about balance. Life is just one great balancing act. I'm still going to keep shopping, though. I haven't learned my lesson yet. Speaking of shopping, I wanted to give you guys a room update, but there's nothing to update. So last week, I disclosed that I'm not facing my big, beautiful window. I'm more on a bench off to the side. And this week yet again, I'm still on that same bench. I just, I just haven't bothered to move anything. And I don't know if that's telling or, or what, but part of me feels like this bench would make a really great therapist couch. I've never been to therapy. I did sign up though. So I'll let you guys know how that goes. But This is like a nice therapist couch. I feel like I can tell you guys all my business on this couch. I'm not going to tell you guys my business. Um, At least not today, I don't think. I I think I'm a private person. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, but the bench is still here. And 
I kind of like it on the side. So we'll see. So I'm trying to figure out how I can trick, (laughs) I mean convince, my friends into helping me build some furniture. Because if we're being honest, I don't want to build a wet bar, a lamp, a side table, a couch by myself. I don't even think I want to do it in general, if we're being like fully honest. But like, I for sure don't want to build it by myself. So I'm going to see if I can get them to help me. And you know what? Because I'm a good person and more so because I know how to convince my friends to do stuff, I'll provide food. I will. Out of the goodness of my sweet little Southern heart, I'll bring food. So I was telling my friend yesterday that I have this really bad habit of mimicking Southern accents when I hear them or just in general. So a few days ago, I called my bank representative and she was the sweetest person ever. And she had the most adorable Southern accent and automatically I switched my accent to mimic hers. And I hope she wasn't offended. She didn't sound offended. Um, But the way that I said, bless your heart and called her Suge and darling and all that good stuff. It's like, why do I... Why do I switch my accent to a thick Southern accent whenever I hear one? Like whenever I hear New York accents or California accents, I don't switch my dialect for that. But a good Southern accent, I lose my mind. I don't know. Maybe there's like a science behind it, like a comfort thing. I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know is that last week we discussed a lot of different things. In fact, each week we discussed a lot of different things because I just like to talk. I just like to discuss things. I just like to vent and get things off my mind and off my chest. So we're just going to keep talking until, I don't know, baby. Like, we're just going to keep talking until something happens, okay? So last week's episode was titled Sticks and Scones. And that episode was all about unsolicited advice right? And how oftentimes when we're on our journey and we're on our way through life, people just be talking, okay? And like, it's not like they have anything helpful to say or resourceful to say or anything that could help aid in growth. They just be talking. And I talked about how voicing your opinion or filing a complaint is very different than giving actual feedback, giving actual advice, Me saying I don't like something, point blank period, is not advice. It's not. It's filing a complaint. And if you want to file a complaint, leave a message in a box, okay? Leave a voicemail. Send a pigeon carrier. I don't really care, okay? Giving actual tangible feedback, something I can work on, okay? Saying you don't like the color of this cupcake solely due to the fact that it's that color is not giving good advice. It's just being annoying. You're being annoying. On the other hand, if you say the cupcake was great, it was beautiful, it was perfectly decorated, the flavors were amazing. However, the packaging could have been a little bit more sturdy. That's feedback. Girl, I don't care if you don't like the color of a cupcake. What? It's like, why do you think that your opinions hold so much weight? Why do you think you're so important? Yes, I believe that everyone has value and everyone's important, but like, girl, baby, come on. Like, some of y'all just like to hear yourselves complain. You do. So that episode was all about unsolicited advice, unsolicited feedback, 
and like what to do in those situations. And I feel like there's only a few things that you can actually do. A girl like me, I'm going to just ignore you and go on about my day. Okay. And if you DM me or if you text me, I'm going to just leave you on red. In fact, I'm going to turn my red receipts on so you know that I did it because I'm petty. Okay. I'm petty because you shouldn't have never said nothing. You should have just sat there and ate your food. I don't believe that anybody is ever above critique, but like make sure it's an actual critique. Tell me if I need more flavor. Tell me if I need more, more balance, more substance. Tell me if it was lacking something, right? But don't just be picky just to be picky. Also, just because you said it doesn't mean I have to listen to you. And then finally, I gave you guys a recipe on raspberry white chocolate scones. And then we discussed making yourself a priority and knowing what that means for you and how to prioritize things for yourself. So when I was originally planning this podcast, I had originally planned for this episode to be like episode two or three originally, but you know, I pushed it back a little bit. I did. And then I planned to have a different recipe. This recipe was going to be cinnamon rolls, but since we did scones last week, I was like, I don't want to have two breads back to back. Just sounds a little heavy, you know, sounds a little, I mean, today's recipe is by no means light, I guess. Long story short, okay, we're not doing cinnamon rolls and this episode is finally here, okay? So I've been discussing with a lot of people that I am not the type to stick around through somebody's nonsense, okay? I am very much the type that will like, of course, give people grace and give people chances, but after those chances, I don't know what to do with you, okay? I don't know how to help you. I don't know how to make this friendship work, make this relationship work. And at that point, like, call me when you get it together. And as harsh as it may sound, it saved me a lot of time and a lot of effort by weeding out the things that I shouldn't be dealing with. So in the past, we talked about knowing when it's time to let a friendship go. This week, we're discussing on what it looks like to let a relationship go, like let a romantic partnership go knowing when to walk away I feel like a lot of times people hang on to the memories we hang on to the good stuff and that's all we have to hang on to there's nothing else keeping me here but the good times we had and that was months if not years ago I haven't had a good time in this relationship since it started and you begin to question yourself and second guess yourself and even doubt yourself Like maybe I made the wrong decision on getting in this relationship. Maybe I'm jumping the gun and I should stay in this relationship. Maybe I should have, I don't know, dated their friend instead. Like you have all these thoughts and it can be very, very confusing to know when to let a relationship go. Maybe you have kids together. Maybe you just moved in together. There's so many variables that go into making these decisions. In my 24 years of life, I've learned that I can't make people do what I want them to do. I can't make someone be who I want them to be. 
I have had a very bad habit of falling in love with people's potential and trying to love people beyond their potential. And that's just not how things work. You have to take a person for who they are at face value. What they've shown you is reality. I love daydreaming just as much as anybody else. In fact, I do it all the time. In fact, I do it a lot throughout this podcast and then have to go back and cut it out. But baby, you can't live in the fantasy, okay? You can't live in what does not exist. The fantasy relationship that you have in your mind without physical, tangible proof that that actually exists, it remains just a fantasy. A lot of us have these fairy tales and a lot of us have these images in our mind of how we think things should be. And one thing I've learned, okay, is that a lot of things, A, will never turn out that way. B, thankfully for my sake, shouldn't turn out that way. I feel like oftentimes we let our thoughts control us and we let what we want, our emotions, control us. You know when you want something to work out so badly that you just downplay the situation? Well, you know, I mean, it's not that bad, right? Yes, they don't listen to my wants or my needs, but it's not that bad. No, they don't validate my emotions. And instead, they actually make me feel worse. But, you know, we did just go to Red Lobster yesterday. So, like, you know, silver linings. Well, you know, we've been together for a really, really long time. And, like, he may not want commitment, but, like, I do. But, like, it's not that bad because, you know, like, we're still feeling things out six years in. Um, so, yeah, like, it's, it's not that bad. I want everyone to get to a place and a point of knowing exactly what they want, exactly what they do not want, and exactly what they will not tolerate. Because those are all different things, okay? I want someone that validates my emotions. I want someone that listens to me. I want someone kind and nurturing and funny because I'm hilarious, okay? So like, keep up. What I don't want is someone that just lies for the sake of lying. I don't want someone that can't be honest with me. I don't want someone indecisive. I need to know every step of the way how you feel. I will not tolerate lying, cheating, being disrespectful, intentionally going out of your way to hurt someone's feelings. No. I feel like when you don't know those things, it only just sets you up for failure further down the line. I don't have time to figure out if I'm right for somebody anymore. And I for sure will not break myself into pieces trying to fit someone's idea of me anymore. I've done a lot of damage to myself in past relationships. I broke myself to fit their narrative. I cut back my personality, who I am, my light, all these different things in order to make myself more palatable. And it's caused me to have to do a lot of healing, a lot of reconciliation with my current self and who I used to be, I owe her an apology every day. I've written letters to her multiple times saying, I'm sorry I didn't protect us better. I'm sorry I didn't nurture you in the way that you should have been. I'm sorry that I let us seek outside validation for the things that we should have looked for internally. I'm sorry for letting that person in. I felt that I could be everything to everybody and that's just not a thing. 
I felt like I had to be everything for every person. And that's also not a thing. I would often put their needs before mine just because just because I didn't want to lose this person, just because I didn't want to seem like I was being difficult for asking for the basics, for time, for attention, for someone to just simply be present. I let myself deal with a lot of stuff that could have easily been avoided had I just taken the time to fully assess things. You can't change people's minds, okay? You cannot make them do something that they do not want to do. If they wanted to, they would. And that's just point blank period. If I want commitment and they don't, I cannot make them commit. It could seem like they're committing, but they're not fully in it. Their heart's not in it. Their mind's not in it. You have to be okay with letting that person go. Don't hold on to people for the sake of having somebody. Don't hold on to things for the sake of their memories. I personally feel that if you don't know what direction you're going in, And if you don't know what you want, that can allow you to get tossed to and fro by anything. Also keep in mind that relationships are all about compromise, okay? It's about learning how to work together, how to partner together. It's not a dictatorship. Neither you nor I get to decide every single detail of this relationship. However, we need to decide where we're going. We need to decide where we see things in the future. If I want to go to LA and you want to go to Miami and you know for a fact that you do not ever want to go to LA and I know for a fact that I never want to go to Miami, the most we could do together is take a trip to the airport, okay? Like, I'm not a ride or die. I'm not. I'm I'm not, okay? I'm a ride and then I'm going to get out the car. We can ride with each other to the next stop, to the next gas station, sure. But like riding with you through your nonsense? No. No, ma'am. No, sir. No mas, okay? And that's something that you need to think about. Like, why am I riding and dying to myself and dying inside to stay in this relationship? I don't even want to be here. Do you really want to be there? I wouldn't want to be there. That's something you need to think about. Like, are your goals the same? Are your dreams the same? Do you have the same aspirations? Do you have the same amount of ambition? Like, are you guys even compatible? Or do you just think they're cute? Because, like, that's not going to save nothing, baby. Like, what? I've seen relationships up close, and it's like, y'all ain't got nothing in common. And it's not even that you guys just don't have anything in common. You don't have the same values. You don't have the same dreams. You don't have the same... Y'all are just here together, staring and breathing, okay? Like, like what? That is, that is, okay, thinking somebody's cute and wanting to be in their company does not a relationship make. You need chemistry, you need compatibility, you need mutual respect, okay? I don't care if you guys both like to throw horseshoes and you think he has the dreamiest eyes. I do, I don't care. Think of the reasons why you're there and whether or not you should stay there. Is there growth in the years to come or are we just going to sit on the same couch and stare at each other until we die? Because that should not be an option for anybody. But think about all the reasons that make a relationship worthwhile in your opinion, because I can't answer that for you. Make a list of the things that you want in a relationship, the things that you do not want in a relationship and the things that you will not tolerate going forward. 
So this week we have a doozy of a recipe, okay? So I'm gonna try to get through it as quickly as possible, but also as clear as possible. This week we are making mango cheesecake. Yes, I know, I know. Please hold your applause until the end. I'm just a person, okay? Like, I'm not a celebrity yet. So this week we are making mango cheesecake. And the thing that I really, really love about this cheesecake is that it's perfect for the spring slash summer months. It's so flavorful. It's so plump. It's just everything that I'd want in this life and more. This recipe is going to have multiple parts to it. However, you are going to need, of course, your baking spoons, of course, your measuring cups, your measuring spoons, your bowls, your mixer, your whisk, your spatula, your scrapers, all that good stuff, okay, that we've mentioned in the past 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 17 episodes, okay? Then you're also going to need a spring form pan. You can put it in an 8 inch or a 9 inch, whatever your little heart desires. This recipe would go faster with a food processor for uh, crumbling up your graham crackers. However, you can throw them in a Ziploc baggie and use a rolling pin. You're also going to need a blender, so a food processor and a blender. If you don't have a food processor and just a blender, then just use the blender, okay? But rinse it out and clean it out between uses. So to get started, you're going to need three packs of graham crackers. So about four packs come in a box. You're going to set aside one pack, use it for later, make minis if you have extra. But for this recipe, you're going to need three packs of graham crackers. You're going to need about two tablespoons of sugar. You can up it to three. I personally don't have a preference. I'm not there watching you. Do whatever your heart desires. You're going to need about two sticks of melted butter. Some recipes say seven tablespoons, but baby, we're in the South, okay? So like, up it to two sticks. You're going to need 32 ounces of cream cheese, which equates to exactly four packs of cream cheese. Get the brick, do not get the spreadable tub. Yes, there is a difference, and yes, you will hate it if you get the tub. So get the bricks of cream cheese, and everything needs to be room temperature. So before we even dive into like how much sugar and sour cream you're gonna need, all of your ingredients need to be room temperature, okay? Even the sour cream, no, it's not gross. It's going to get baked, you're going to be fine. So next, you're going to need three-fourths cup of sugar, two-thirds cups of sour cream, one and a half teaspoons of vanilla extract, a pinch of salt, four large eggs, about three to four ripened mangoes, and you're going to dice those up and cut those into cubes. And you're going to need the zest of one lime. For starters, preheat your oven at 325 degrees. You're going to take your mango, all three to four mangoes, you're going to cut it up, and you're going to blend it in the blender until it's like the consistency of baby food. Then you're going to pour that into a medium-sized saucepan and you're going to reduce it, okay? So I've learned with this recipe that like adding the three to four mangoes as is makes it a little too soft and it doesn't give that intense mango flavor because when you reduce something, you're taking out the water and you're cooking down the sugars. 
So it makes it super flavorful and very, very vibrant. So you're going to reduce that for about five to eight minutes. And you need to watch this mango like a hawk, okay? Because one thing about mango and pretty much any fruit that you have to reduce, mangoes do not care about your life, okay? So if the heat is on too high and you're not watching it, she's going to splatter. And let's hope that your hands aren't close by because you're going to get burned. Um, Note to self by aloe vera. You're going to reduce that and then you're going to set it aside to cool down, okay? Do not add it while it's hot. It's going to take about 10 minutes to cool down anyways, so just continue working on the rest of your cheesecake until then. So in a food processor or a cleaned out blender, you're going to start working on your crust. So add your graham crackers to the processor and blend it until their crumbs are very, very fine. Next, dump out your crumbs into a medium-sized mixing bowl, add your two to three tablespoons of sugar, and then pour in your melted butter. Next, using a spatula, you're going to scrape it and you're going to press it into itself until it's made a nice crumb that will stick together. Pour your crumbs into your springform pan. Again, it can be eight or nine inches. It's up to you. It's whatever the Lord lays on your heart. Add that into your springform pan and you're going to press it down and you're going to shape it, okay? So what I do, I've learned I do it a little weird. Some people just add it to the sides and then to the bottom. I work from the bottom to the sides. So I press it into the bottom and then the leftover, I pour around the sides and I scrape it up that way. I don't know. It's up to you, okay? It's fully up to you. But this is enough graham cracker crust to get a bottom crust and side crust. And yes, you want both, because obviously. I slide mine into the oven for about three minutes just to like get the butter melted again and then to let it harden and condense. You don't have to bake it again. It's up to you, okay? It's just how brown you like your crust and how solid you like your crust. That's all that matters, okay? You can set it aside and go straight into making your cream cheese mixture. So for the cheesecake, you're going to take your softened cream cheese and in a large mixing bowl, you're going to use a whisk attachment or traditional beaters, and you're going to cream your cream cheese until it's smooth, okay? Do not overmix it because that can make your cheesecake too airy and can leave little air bubbles. That's not what we want. Then you're going to add in your sugar and you're going to blend again, just until smooth, just until incorporated. Next, you're going to add in your sour cream, your vanilla extract, and your pinch of salt. And you're just going to stir it until it's combined, okay? Here's where it gets a little tricky, all right? You're going to pour in your mango puree and you're going to leave about a few tablespoons out just for a design on the top if that's what you want to do. That's what I did, but it's totally optional, okay? It'll look amazing either way. You're going to crack each egg and beat it lightly before adding it to your cheesecake. Here's why. Cheesecakes are just as dramatic as I am. And they have a tendency to rise, to fall, to crack, to just do a lot of things that are just dastardly, okay? So when you separate your eggs that way, it helps to ensure that your cheesecakes don't get cracks. When your cheesecake cracks, it doesn't hurt anything, but it's less aesthetically pleasing. It's still going to taste good, but we want that nice, smooth finish, okay? So you're going to add in one egg at a time, okay? Starting with the first two eggs. So add one egg, blend it, add the second egg, blend it, then stop. And then you're going to add in your lime zest, then add the third egg, then mix those two together. 
then add the last egg and mix it together just until blended. Do not overmix it. It's okay to still see like a little bit of egg in there after the first three eggs. After that fourth egg, make sure that everything is nice and blended, okay? You're going to pour your cheesecake batter on top of your crust and leaving like, I don't, I don't know how to measure it, okay? You're going to leave a slight bit of crust visible, okay? Don't fill it to the top because that's not what we want because cheesecakes have the tendency to rise a little bit. So you're going to leave it there just slightly under, like half an inch. I'm going to go with half an inch. I want you to place a sheet of aluminum foil on your countertop and then place the springform pan with your cheesecake already in it on top of the aluminum foil and wrap it all together. And then you're going to slide that in the oven at 325 for about 75 minutes or until the cheesecake has puffed up and has gotten a little bit golden brown on the edges. So I don't do water baths. I've never done a water bath. I've never had to do a water bath. My cheesecakes come out perfect every single time. Maybe I'm just blessed. Maybe I have a gift. But everybody else that I've worked with that has asked me how to teach them how to make cheesecakes, we've never used a water bath, ever. The aluminum foil is a precautionary measure, okay? Just in case the graham crackers weren't pressed all the way together and there might be some leakage because a springform pan has a little crack in it. That way you can pop out the bottom pan and keep the top pan. You're going to remove it from the oven and you're gonna set it on your countertop or your stovetop, whatever you prefer, and you're going to let it sit for 10 minutes. After the 10 minutes, you're going to take a knife and you're going to slowly scrape the crust from the edge of the pan. This is just so as the butter cools, it does not stick to the pan, making it so difficult to eject from the pan. So you're just gonna take a simple butter knife and you're going to gently scrape the crust from the pan. And then you're going to leave it alone for an hour. Walk away, take a nap. I should have taken a nap when I did this. After it's rested for about an hour on your stovetop, you can then move it to the fridge for an additional six hours or overnight. So why do we do this? We do this because cheesecakes that do not have the proper time to cool and to rest usually end up having a weird texture or they get cracked. So that those are the main issues with cheesecakes, okay? The issues with cheesecakes are rarely in the ingredients. Main issues that you have are how long you bake them. If you overbake them, you'll get this really crumbly, crusty texture. And that's not how we want our cheesecakes. We want our cheesecakes nice and smooth. If you overmix them, they could crack. That's like another big issue with cheesecakes. And if you move them from a high temperature to a low temperature super fast, that'll also cause them to crack and deflate. That's not what we want. We want everything to be nice and room temperature for about an hour, hour and a half, before we even consider moving it to the fridge. Just as a precautionary tale, okay? Once it's done the following day or six hours from now, whichever you prefer, you're going to take it out. You can do a simple whipped cream, which is just heavy whipping cream and powdered sugar. This cheesecake recipe is so easy to freeze, but not that easy to share. So if you don't wanna share it, it's up to you, I wouldn't. So we are back with our favorite segment or my 
favorite segment of the podcast, the question and answer. Okay, so we have one question today, but I think that this question, man, I'm excited. Okay, so the question is, what music do you listen to while baking? I can't remember if I answered this question on this podcast already, or if I answered it on Instagram, or if I answered it on Twitter, or if I just answered it out loud. I I can't remember, but I'm going to answer it again, okay? I listen to a lot of different things while baking. I listen to a lot of R&B music. I listen to a lot of rap music. I listen to a lot of hip-hop music. I listen to neo-soul. I, I listen to country music. Rascal Flats, Bless the Broken Road. Good night, okay? I don't know what it is about Rascal Flats. If we get in the car and I ask you to pass me the aux cord, Rascal Flats it is, okay? I huh, love them. I love them, okay? I want to meet them because they know what they're doing. When I found out that the lead in Rascal Flats was like best friends with Jamie Foxx, I don't know why, but that just made me love them more. That's like the most random bit of information I've ever found out like ever that and the fact that the cheetah girls wasn't actually filmed in new york it was filmed in canada i'll never let that one go either but i listen to a lot of different music i have a playlist and i will leave it below in the show notes because i think it's super super important um it's a baking playlist it's called late night cravings i think cute name right but i have two baking playlists one is sort of like cafe music and the other one is like a late night R&B sort of thing but the great thing about it that I love and that I fully wholeheartedly support and respect is that it's all Richmond artists I love my city I'm so in love with my city so any chance I get to support them and to support the artists that are in my city I will do so so there's a lot of great musicians in those playlists a lot of great things that you guys can tap into and that you guys can listen to Stop, not me getting excited. Um, But yeah, I love them and I love my city and I want to share that with you guys. So if you get the chance, I'll leave it in the show notes. Just click it, listen through it. Tell me what you guys think. Tell me how you like it. All that good jazz. Each week, I like to tell you guys something that I wish I had known earlier or something that I'm learning now, something to leave you guys with as you embark on your weekend and on your week, wherever you're listening to this podcast at. So earlier in this podcast, I discussed I discussed relationships and knowing exactly what you want in a relationship and how that can save you from so much heartbreak and time wasted and time spent and money spent and all these different kinds of things. But I also said something that I think is important. And that thing is that you can't be everything for everybody, nor should you want to be. I've had to learn that the hard way after I'd already broken off pieces of myself, after I'd already compromised the things that I wanted to do and the person that I wanted to be. You cannot be everything to everyone in your life, relationship or not, okay? Romantic partnership or not. You cannot be everything to all of your friends. You cannot be everything to your parents. You cannot be everything to your coworkers, okay? You cannot be everything to everybody. That's just the reality. 
There's different versions of you living inside of every person that you meet. You cannot live up to all of those different versions. It's impossible. My best friends perceive me very differently than my parents, who perceive me very differently than romantic partnerships, who perceive me very differently than my favorite Starbucks barista. Shout out to her, I forgot her name, but I love her. You are perceived very differently in the lives of the people that you encounter. You cannot live up to all of those versions and you shouldn't want to. How you show up in the world matters and that's how you show up, not how the fantasy you shows up. You cannot bend and break yourself to live up to someone else's standards. That's no way to live your life because in that case, you're living for other people and you're not living for yourself. And you have to choose yourself daily, not just on the days you feel like it, not just on the days where you think you're good enough, but daily. You have to show up for yourself. You cannot be everything to everybody you encounter. And that's fine. And you have to ask yourself, because I had to ask, this is me, okay? This is me preaching to myself, okay? I had to ask myself, why do I feel the need to be everything to everybody? What about me loves being wanted and loves being needed, even past my capacity, even past the things that I've already given? Like, I just wanted to be wanted. I wanted to be needed. I wanted to feel valuable and resourceful. But going back to a few episodes ago, you have value whether or not you produce, okay? You have value whether or not you bend over backwards for this person. You have value whether or not you run yourself ragged trying to save this person, trying to save this relationship. You have value regardless. You don't need their validation, baby. Like, you don't need to break yourself into pieces trying to fit their idea of you. You are fine just the way that you are. You have so much to offer this world with or without a romantic partner. You have so much to offer this world with or without that friend group. Your worth is not tied to who you're with in the moment. Your worth is not tied to if you're with somebody in general. Yes, big shock in today's culture, you can be worthy and be single. They're not mutually exclusive. I know a lot of times we tie our worth to the people that we're with and we tie our worth to the things that we can do, like jobs and job performances and the people that we surround ourselves with. You are worthy and you are valuable and you have so much to offer this world with or without that. Point blank period. That job is not going to make you into the person that you want to be. That relationship is not. You, that's a you thing. You have to find the value in yourself. Don't go seeking validation from this world because this world is so flippant, it's so finicky. You have to find that for yourself. You can't be everything to everybody, but you need to be everything for yourself. Dope was written and produced by me, Jay. Music was produced by my friend, Diego Lainez. You can find him on Instagram at Diego Grit. That's D-I-E-G-O-G-R-I-T. For more information, head on over to jspot.com. That's J-A-I-S-P-O-T dot com. And follow us on Instagram at the underscore jspot. That's T-H-E underscore J-A-I-S-P-O-T. Dope premieres every Friday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and anywhere else you get your podcasts.